as I watched these unusually well-behaved heathens licking his bare hands, he bent and whispered into their ears. A chill tingled down my back, first the horses, then the dogs. Who is he? And above all, why is he here? I removed my finger from the trigger and watched as he straightened to his full height, which I figured to be about six foot two. I could see that his face was weathered, and he was terribly thin for such a tall man, looked worn and road-tired. He stood and moved toward me, the dogs calmly trailing behind him as if they belonged to him and not me. The way he was looking down on me with those stark but beautiful black eyes, eyes filled with a compassion that made me forget my concern for my own safety, I was mesmerized, to say the least. He was wearing a worn and strange straw hat that appeared to have seen much hard travel. His head tilted as he looked at me, and it felt as if he was looking directly into my brain, maybe even my heart. What do you want? I snapped, none too friendly. His hand rose in a deliberate way and removed the hat from his head, revealing thick black hair. The man handed me the notice I had stapled to the wall at Benson's feed. I looked down at it then up at his face, which had the tiniest of smiles on it. After several moments of gawking at this man, I came to my senses and took the job notice from him, gave it a once-over, then looked back at him. In somewhat broken English, with an accent so soft and elegant, I simply cannot tell what region he was from, he asked. You are Senora Sally Wilson, woman seeking help with ranch work? Like a dumb mule, I nodded my head up and down in a nasty way. I snapped. And what does that have to do with you? I am Senor Romero de la Cortes. Perhaps I might work for you. I know some things about this work. His accent was so different, and I must admit soothing, that some of the anger spooled out of my bitchy attitude. His eyes lowered to the shotgun and then back to mine. Well, yes, I'm looking for a ranch hand. Manager, I guess. I looked at his thin frame, which was apparent even though he was layered in shirts and a zippered hoodie. Your English seems all right enough. Don't know. Who are you? I answered. I was sick of illegal aliens hitting me up every time I went to a convenience store in town. He looked similar to them, but there was just something different about him. Romero was silent as he looked at one of several chairs on the porch. They needed paint and mending, too. His eyes wandered over them as he whispered, Perhaps, senora, we sit and you can speak to me your needs. I am comfortable with most work and need work, and it appear that you have much to do. He looked around at the dilapidated state of the ranch, fences and barns to broken-down trucks and ranch equipment. He turned back to me with a knowing look in his eyes as he continued, Might that be a good first talk, senora? He kept calling me senora. It was all so formal, making me feel like someone important. I liked the sound of it. I tried to work up the nerve to actually talk to the man like a normal person. The realist in me told me this man was nothing but trouble and that I should send him back to Mexico or wherever he came from. But I suppressed this and decided to be civil toward him. All right, sit there, I said as I motioned to the porch chairs with my shotgun. I looked at his cracked lips, and the 98-degree heat suddenly became more noticeable. Then I remembered that he walked all the way from Casper. My more feminine side kicked in. I don't know why. 
long walk from Casper. You want something cold to drink? Maybe some lemonade? Pretty hot today. He bowed his head and unshouldered his backpack, placing it against the railing of the porch. He smiled, and I swear he almost bowed at the waist as he said, Yes, por favor, senora. You are correct. It was very far. Might you need assistance with lemons? He was so gracious and soft-spoken. I suddenly felt like a pupil standing before some wise teacher. Once again, I know not why. No, it's Romero, right? He bowed his head that I am correct. I smiled. Please, sit. I shouldn't be longer than a moment. I was even starting to talk like him. I realized that I was grinning like an idiot at this man who I didn't even know. There was something about him that made me want to smile, though I'm not sure why. Not wanting to give him any ideas or false hope, I switched back to my stern frown. 